Hey guys, it's Simi and this is Wrestling Unlimited as we are here, right here, talking about tonight's NXT Halloween Havoc. To be honest, I thought Halloween Havoc was just an alright show. I didn't think it was anything special. I thought the matches, for the most part, were just so-so. I think the best match of the night, and some may question me on this one, I thought the best match of the night was the men's tag team title match. With Imperium and MSK, the Lumberjack match. And then the second best, of course, was the main event. But the main event fell just a little flat for me because we saw just how green Braun Breaker really is. Like, I'm glad he didn't win the belt. He's not ready for that position. He's, he's just not. He's just not ready for that position. But we'll get into all of that here momentarily. But first, I got to say thank you for joining me here at twitch.tv forward slash PWUnlimited. YouTube.com forward slash Pro Wrestling Unlimited. Twitter.com forward slash PW Unlimited, or if you're watching or not watching, but listening on podcast services all around the globe. We appreciate it. Remember, if you are watching live on Twitch, you can help us out in the live chat by either hitting that donate button down below or donating Twitch bits in the live chat. Also, remember, you can subscribe to the channel here on Twitch one of two different ways. You can subscribe either with a tiered subscription or you can subscribe with Amazon Prime. Because if you have Amazon Prime, then you got Prime Gaming. All you got to do is take your Amazon account, Prime account that is, take your Twitch account, link them together, and boom, you've got a Prime Gaming account. Prime Gaming gives you video games, free video games sometimes. Prime Gaming gives you stuff for games, like for Red Dead Redemption 2, for Grand Theft Auto 5, for Valorant, and so forth. And it always gives you one free subscription to any Twitch channel that you want to subscribe to throughout the month. And I'd greatly, greatly appreciate it if you use that one subscription on us right here, Pro Wrestling Unlimited. But also, if you say, I don't got that either, well, all you really got to do is find somebody that does have an Amazon Prime account, whether it's your mother, your father, your brother, your sister, your auntie, your uncle, your dog walker, your milkman if you got one, your mailman, the guy that changed your tires at Jiffy Lube, the girl that got you your Starbucks. All you got to do is say, hey, do you have Amazon Prime? Oh, you do? Well, can I link it to my Twitch account? Oh, I can? Thank you. I'm going to support PW Unlimited. But on the flip side, if you're watching on YouTube, you can help us out in the live chat with a super chat or a super sticker donation. Just like Silent by Deadly and Jack Dawson have done with their super sticker donations. Remember all super stickers, super chats, all that gets read live on the air. Jack Dawson does state. Keep up the good work, Tim. Reviews are still good. Well, I really, really appreciate that. With that, I do have a message here I need to check really fast before we start talking about NXT. Um, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Um, Kay Ballard says, who was the mystery man? Well, it wasn't a man. We'll get into that here momentarily. I said it all along. I, I was wrong on who I thought it was going to be, but I wasn't wrong on it's a female. I, I knew it was a female. It's just the way the person was moving in the vignettes and videos and all that it, female. I'm like, this has got to be a female. But with that, the show kicked off. 
the NXT Women's Tag Team Championships on the line in a triple threat ladder match. The show, they already had uh, the challengers in the ring. The champions made their entrance as the show went live. Yeah, this wasn't good. And Io Shirai just took a nasty bump that could have been so bad. That ladder, oh my God, almost. I'm going to show a clip here in a little bit, but this was just like, oh, no, 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 no. This could have been really bad tonight, but we'll get into that once we get into that. So early on in the match, there were kendo sticks that came into play, and they brawled around ringside. WWE's new kick is on kendo sticks. Kendo sticks in this match, and kendo sticks in that match, and let's use kendo sticks here, and let's use kendo sticks. That's WWE's new thing. Kendo sticks, kendo sticks, kendo sticks. I don't know why. Kendo stick, kendo stick, kendo stick. Also, I want to say thank you to Cold Cuts KC for the Tier 1 subscription. Nine months. Really appreciate that. Thank you, Casey. But kendo sticks came into play early, and the match went through a picture-in-picture break as well. There's more brawling at ringside when the show returned from break. And I go, I thought they said the first 30 minutes of this was supposed to be commercial-free, but there was a break. Oh, wait, no, never mind, never mind. My bad. I'm reading the wrong thing. I'm accidentally reading my notes for the woman's title match. I apologize. I had it scrolled down too much. All right, here we go. Now we're on the right page. I apologize for that. This match did air commercial free. When I say commercial free, I go, wait, I'm, I'm reading the wrong thing. So this match, again, like I said, not all that good. Io Shirai almost really got hurt. There was one spot with, I think it was Gigi Dolan, where she looked like she could have gotten hurt, but she was fine. Ooh. So, ladders came into play very early in this match, and there were some fairly safe ladder spots for the most part. Nothing was too crazy until EO really got involved. Shirai at one point got the shine at several points. The latter half of this match was really when things started to ramp up, and they really tried to use the, the ladders as integral parts of the match, because they used ladders early on, but not really much. So at one point, Freda powerbomb Dolan on a ladder that was set up like a bridge in the corner. And so pretend like these tweezers are the ladder, right? And I'm going to grab Candice LeRae here. So the, the ladder set up like this, Freda goes to powerbomb Gigi Dolan, and she barely just, oof, hits the side of him. Boom. Ladder flips out of the corner and everything. It looked like it hurt because she hit that hard and didn't even, usually you you powerbomb somebody or spine bust somebody on the ladder and the, you know, flat part of your back lands flat. No, this she landed like right on the edge of the ladder. Not good at all. Um, there was then a powerbomb moments later that was countered by JC Jane. She then was thrown back onto a ladder by Shirai, who followed this up with a double springboard moonsault on a ladder. Stark went for a twisting splash, which came up a bit short. Stark was then given a spine buster and on the ladder by Andy Hartwell. Shirai subbed Hartwell off the ladder, and she was on the verge of winning when the ladder was tipped over by Indy. Shirai crashed hard onto a ladder bridge that was set up earlier in the match on the outside between the ring and the ropes. 
or on the announce table, I mean, the ring on the announce table, and that's where I want to pull up this Twitter video really fast. Like, oh boy. This could have been very bad. I'm going to pull this Twitter video up here, right here. Don't need the sound for it or anything. But we're going to pull this up here. Why won't it show? There it goes. There it goes. There it goes. All right. So we've got this right here. Watch EO up here as she falls down. Watch the, no, don't watch EO. Watch the ladder. Look at that ladder bounce up. We'll play one more time. Look at the way. I, actually, watch watch the way EO. And I wish I can frame by frame this on Twitter video, but I can't. Watch the way EO crashes onto this ladder as well. Oh, that looks so bad. I mean, that's the closest to slow mo I can do. But oh my god, I'm I'm surprised EO's fine. From what I heard, she's fine. But wow. Wow, 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 wow. So, where was I? Uh, Indy Hartwell went to climb up and got knocked down. She was able to kick Jane off of the ladder at one point as well, but Dolan climbed up on the other side. Dolan booted Hartwell off the ladder and grabbed the titles, hanging high above to become the new NXT Women's Tag Team Champions. Then I go, well, mm, Mandy's winning later. Like, it's foreshadowing. We knew that they weren't going to win and Mandy not win. It was inevitable. It was inevitable. And you know what was the worst thing on this show? The fucking haunted house. This sucked. Some may say, oh, you're wrong, Tim. That was cool. Cinematic haunted house deal. No. I didn't like it at all. I didn't like this at all. Cornell Hayes and Trick Williams. Show up to the haunted house, which is apparently Dexter Loomis's house. Loomis was there with Johnny Gargano. Johnny talked about how he put up a bunch of cameras so they could watch these guys go through the house. He's like, and I didn't do it alone. I had help from Zombs. It was the zombie referee. Anyways, Carmelo Hayes was like, all right, let's do this. We got to get in there and get my belt. And Trick Williams is like, yeah, sure. And then, well, he didn't want to get out of the car. Finally, Hayes did get him to get out of the car. They went up to the house, and yeah. And all of a sudden, we see Grayson Waller saying, I'm the host tonight, because LA Knight didn't show up. Waller's dressed like Dracula, and out came Joe Gacy, right as Waller was talking about how the women in the back were wearing skimpy, sexual, hot, and then he was cut off. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me with this stuff? Literally, Taking this back to 2002, where it's all about the women got to be hot. No, they can't just be great athletes. They got to be hot. Anyways. Joe Gacy came out, tried to give Waller a hug. Waller didn't know what was going on, and Gacy used some buzzwords like Snowflake for his match with Malik Blade. There wasn't much to this match. During the match, Harland would appear. Don't get me started on fucking Harland. They had a guy that they could have marketed big if he would just stayed himself. Parker Bordeaux kept the hair, kept the look. No, they made him a fucking skinhead. A skinhead that doesn't talk. We already got one of them non-talkers. Like, I think Parker Bordeaux, 
from what we had seen of him on social media and videos and stuff, he's got charisma. He had the look. But they were just like, yeah, no. We're going to make you into this like non-talking, skinhead, cult follower guy named Harlan. Sure. Anyways, they're now trying to just say that he's like Michael Myers because they showed some security footage of him coming in and he like opened a door like Michael Myers where he's just, the door opens and he just appears there. It, it was weird. Very weird. But, um, basically a glorified squash match. Where Blade got pinned by, by Joe Gacy. After the match, Gacy told Harlan, trust me, you can trust me. And they left together. They got a vignette from Kaylee Ray saying that she's got no respect here since NXT has become NXT 2.0. Just she's the longest reigning women's champion WWE's ever seen in 60 years. 60 years. 6D, 6-0. And that she's pissed off that nobody given her the respect that she deserves. And now she will rage on NXT. So Grayson Waller's in the back, and he's at some costume party trying to hit on women and whatnot, and this and that. No one wants, no one wants two cents of what he's saying. Malcolm Bivens cuts promo Diamond Mine, saying, "Hey, you're intrigued to pick your poison. Anybody can come out here and get a match against anybody in Diamond Mine. You want to get knocked out by Ivy Nile? You want your wig split by the Creed Brothers?" Want to go up against the NXT Cruiserweight Champion Roderick Strong? We'll come out here and let's do it after the break. So, non-title match. Well, it was Roderick Strong against Odyssey Jones. Strong used his technical skills to ground Jones early with holds, but Jones was seemingly too strong and powered out. Jones was making a comeback with a power move when the Creed brothers interfered. They never actually touched Jones from what I saw, and he swatted them away, but the distraction was enough for Strong to hit Jones with a jumping knee strike. Strong then covered Jones and pinged him one, two, three, and I go, ooh, that's not good. That's not good at all. Freaking, you got, and, and, and some may not agree with me here when I say this, the bigger guy against the smaller guy, and the smaller guy basically hits him with like one move, and that's it. We've seen Roderick Strong hit smaller guys than Odyssey Jones with that knee and not get the win. But, I mean, he can't go for his backbreaker on Odyssey Jones. I doubt, I highly doubt he's going to hit the backbreaker on Odyssey Jones. And so they had to resort to just the knee that we've seen in the past, not an actual finish. So, I didn't like that. I thought they would do better with Odyssey Jones, but he's kind of been hit or miss. It's not, not him per se, because I think he's really good. He seems like he's a really good athlete. He's got really good charisma. The crowd loves him as a baby face, but the way they've used him just seems a little start and stop. So Imperium cut a promo, but there were subtitles. So said they're going to become the NXT Tag Team Champions tonight, and then we go back to the party. Where, well, Elvis... Choke slam through a table, and I'm not making that up. So next up, we have the NXT Women's Championship on the line where Raquel Gonzalez defended against Mandy Rose in a trick or street fight. This is where kendo sticks came into play early. Again, WWE's on a kick with kendo sticks. We saw it, you know, at Crown Jewel. 
We've seen Roman use kendo sticks. We've seen Becky bring kendo sticks into play last night. Now kendo sticks here. So they spun the wheel. It landed on Chucky's choice and Chucky chose Street Fight. So again, um, kendo sticks were used early before the match went to picture in picture, like um, two minutes maybe into this match. There were more brawling at ringside when the show returned. Rose then trapped Gonzalez in a chair with a kendo stick. Basically, she put her in the chair and then she put a kendo stick over her lap under the arms of the chair. So that way she couldn't get out. Eventually kicked, um, like drop kicked, I guess. Um, Raquel Gonzalez to where the chair and her flew backwards and flopped back. Could have been a bad spot, but it all worked out. More kendo stick shots were used as well until Gonzalez recovered as Rose was digging under the ring for some plunder. Then came up wearing a hockey mask like Jason. Gonzalez sprayed Rose with a fire extinguisher. Snake eyes by Gonzalez as she dropped Rose face first on a chair set up on the top turnbuckle. Gonzalez then proceeded to pummel Rose. Ring steps were used up on the apron by Gonzalez, only for her to come crashing under the steps when Rose cut her off. Rose then got a near fall, and moments later, Rose was speared through a table that was set up in the corner. Then, we got the mysterious figure that's been wearing black and digging graves. Mysterious figler, figure appeared at ringside. Looked like the person that we've seen in those vignettes, and it was the person from those vignettes. Gonzalez was up against the ropes, and she was hit across the back with a shovel. Rose was able to boot her in the face and cover her en route to becoming the new NXT Women's Champion. After the match, the cloaked figure got in the ring and stood over the former champion. As she revealed, as she pulled off her hood and revealed her identity, it was none other than Dakota Kai. Dakota Kai is back in NXT. As we learned, I think it was yesterday, per PW Insider, Many thought Dakota Kai was going to get drafted in the draft because she's been doing a lot of dark matches on the main roster. She wasn't drafted. She's got sent back to NXT, and boom, there she is tonight. So her deal with with uh, with Raquel Gonzalez isn't over. I don't know where this leads for Mandy going forward, who's going to challenge her. But as far as Raquel does go, it looks like Raquel... Probably not going to go, oh, I want my rematch against Mandy. No, she's going to want her revenge on Dakota. We go back to the haunted house. And this is when stuff just gets even dumber. The Williams and Hayes were there searching for his belt. When all of a sudden they run in to Andre Chase. And he said, did somebody say Andre Chase? Like, no, this guy's not good. I don't like Andre Chase. I, I'm. He's, he's got a lot of those just like snappy one-liners that it's like they just gave him a bunch of lines and said, say it. Say it, and we'll splice it all together. So, they're like, what are you doing here? And he's like, oh, I, I took my class on a field trip, and I kind of lost them. Like, oh, maybe one of them creepy kids we saw out in the woods. So, they told him that they'll follow him around. Loomis and Gargano began to scare them. Zombies grabbed them. They got spooked. Hayes and Williams finally found the belt. But it was a trap. Trick Williams said, hey, have you seen movies? Don't just grab it. That's a trap. And Carmelo Hayes goes, no, 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 no. That's my belt. I'm going to take it, and we're going to go. He grabs the belt, puts it over his shoulder, and they're standing there. 
And all of a sudden, the camera zooms right past them, and you see that, well, Dexter and Johnny are behind them. Camera zooms back. All of a sudden, cool, they get turned around. Pop, pop, pop. They get knocked down. I don't know what happened to Andre Chase. He kind of just disappeared. So, Williams and Hayes, they run off. They were attacked by more zombies. Gargano and Loomis scared them one more time. William and Hayes ran away, and yeah, whatever. Grayson Waller was in the ring talking about you know his social media and everyone should follow him, stating that he's also got TikTok, and you can see all his exclusive videos from the Halloween party on TikTok. Just tonight only, though. When all of a sudden, out would come L.A. Knight, and he stormed down to the ring, also dressed as Dracula. He said, hey, what are you doing here? You're not the host of this show. And he goes, oh, glad to see you here after having car troubles. And Ellie and I goes, what? Uh, I never said anything about car troubles. He goes, oh, well, uh, yeah. And then out would come Solo Sokoa. Solo Sokoa would come down to the ring. He would have confront both men. Knight would push Waller into Sokoa, where Sokoa would take out Waller. Knight begged off and got away. Sokoa, you couldn't tell by looking at him. The younger brother of the Usos. I don't know why they making they're making him his own guy. I think. Uh, I mean, it kind of makes sense because everyone's gonna think, oh, if you just call him Fatu Fatu, because what was his name before WWE? I can't remember exactly. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Joseph Fatu. So if you call him like. Joe Uso, because he's got Jimmy J and Joe. He's calling Joe Uso. Then you would be like, okay, he's an Uso, so put him straight with the Usos. But they don't want that because he's not ready for the main roster. So I kind of get why he's on his own. But it's like, is he eventually going to be with them and then they're going to still call him uh, Sokoa? Or is he going to get his name changed and he's going to be Solo Uso? Or is he going to be Sokoa Uso? Or is he going to be Joe Uso? I don't know. But we'll see where this leads to. They said he's a street fighter from the island of Samoa. So, we'll see. I just hope that he gets time to grow in NXT, learn, and they don't bring him up too early just because they go, oh, we need another guy with Roman. We need another guy in the bloodline. Family. Everyone knows it anyways that he's, that's who he is. So, I can see it happening. Vince going... Ah, Roman needs more in his stable. Roman needs to look stronger with more guys flanking him. Let's get this fucker up here. So, we'll see how it goes. But then, we had my favorite match of the night. It was Imperium challenging MSK for the NXT Tag Team Championships. And you gotta love hearing the MSK chants as they come out to the ring. You gotta love it. You gotta love it. You gotta love it. All I'm gonna say is they got theirs. Because all the shit going on, not needed, not needed. And I hope those people that are responsible not allowed it back anymore. Because they're they're toxic. That's all I'm going to say. Izzy's parents. If you don't know the story, I guess I'll go into it really fast. Fast. If you don't know the story, uh, I want to say in 2018, Izzy had a match with Effie where she got choke slammed, And a lot of people in wrestling criticized this, saying she's too young. She's too small. She's too skinny. She shouldn't be taking bumps. At least not like that. And one of those men was the former Zachary Wentz, now uh, Kent Nash Carter, who said, this is not right. Well, ever since MSK debuted in NXT, there's been slight boos, but it gets 
more and more. And apparently, once we got to the NXT 2.0 arena, where you can actually hear the crowd better, the boos became more prominent. What we found out was it was Izzy's parents actually orchestrating with a number of the members of the NXT audience, because it's always the same people every week for the most part, saying, hey, we need to boo these guys. Boo them for us. Please boo them for us. We don't like them. We don't like him. He's criticized our parenting. and this. And so, yeah. But it was great to hear the crowd tonight chanting MSK. It was great because, you know, just because they criticized your parenting for something you did that you probably shouldn't have done and let your daughter do anyways, you're going to try and sabotage their career? No. Bullshit. But this match was great. They spun the wheel, and it was the Lumberjack O'Lantern match. Basically, the Lumberjack match. I thought this match was really good. I thought all four men worked great together. Lots of action early on. And the match went about two minutes until we went to a break. When we came back, there was still lots of action going on. MSK was running wild until they were cut off by Eichner. He displayed some strength by lifting up both members of, our, of MSK with a rolling fireman's carry slam. At one point, Lee leaped over the top rope for a flip dive on all the Lumberjacks on the outside. Carter then gave both Bartell, uh, gave Bar Carter then gave Bartell a cutter off the top rope onto the pile of bodies on the outside. It was a great sequence late in the match where everyone was trading strikes. Bartell took a Canadian destroyer followed by an assisted standing moonsault from MSK. Bartell was able to kick out for a very close near fall. The finish of the match came down to Imperium doing some, or no, yeah. Uh, the finish of the match came down with double team moves by Imperium. Eichner with the Brain Buster on Lee to set up an Imperium bomb. Eichner then covered Lee to pick up the victory and become the new NXT Tag Team Champions. So as we go into our main event, we're three for three on title changes. We get to tweet this morning from WrestleVotes that this may be the start of the Braun Breaker era. And we get a good match, not a great match, all thanks to Tommaso Ciampa. It was Braun Breaker challenging Tommaso Ciampa for the NXT Championship. And most people probably went into this, including myself, thinking, getting a title change. And about halfway through this match, my mind went from, I wouldn't mind a title change to, oh, please don't change this belt. This Braun Breaker is not ready at all. Like we saw about halfway through this match, Braun Breaker is very green still. So basically, WWE's thing is to tell us, hey, this guy's a Steiner, but we're not going to tell you he's a Steiner. It's the, the Twitter meme of, hey, tell us this without actually telling us this. Like, fucking... He's got the siren in his entrance. They say he's got a face like a dog-faced gremlin. They say he's a genetic freak. Like, all but saying he's Rick Steiner's son and Scott Steiner's nephew and that his real name should be Rex Steiner is where they're going. Like, it's like, what the fuck? You're going to use all the Steiner... Like, maybe there's a legal thing where they can't use the name Steiner. Okay, then use his real fucking name. Call him Braun Rex Steiner. I don't know. It's just dumb. But Breaker broke the fourth wall during his entrance as he looked right into the camera. He also said that he was going to win, quote, the strap tonight. So Ciampa was a slightly, had a slightly different look to him tonight. If you guys were unaware what he was wearing, he was dressed 
basically it was Kratos. But he wasn't just Kratos. He was what Kratos was originally supposed to be. Originally in the God of War game, Kratos was supposed to have blue face paint and body paint. But they decided to go with red. So it's cool to see him wearing the blue because it's like, oh, a lot of people may think he's Kratos, but like messed up Kratos or something. No, he was Kratos, but the original vision of Kratos. Originally, Kratos was supposed to be blue, but then I don't know what, but they changed it before the first game came out and he wore red. But yeah, they have they had confirmed back in the day that original sketches of Kratos were him in with blue paint, not red. So going forward, Champa was uh, Champa cut off Breaker early, and Champa began to work him over. Breaker came back with a, a Rick Steiner style power slam. The match continued through a commercial break, and Champa regained the advantage. During the break, he took control, and he was in control when we came back. Champa at one point had pulled the mat up from ringside, exposing the bare concrete below. Champa went to suplex Breaker on the floor, but Breaker blocked it and suplexed Champa on the floor. Breaker was seemingly now in control, but Champa was able to cut him off quickly. There was a comeback by Breaker with a flurry of power moves. The crowd was a backing, a barking at Breaker, and he barked back. I'm like, ugh, yep, he's his son, the father's kid, but they won't tell us, but they'll let him act like him. Breaker went to jump off the middle rope, and he slipped. Breaker slipped off the ropes and splatted in the ring. Willow's Bell netted Champa a two count. Breaker, moments later, fought back to break out of a Frankensteiner. The fight soon spilled to the floor. They fought near the area that was exposed, and Champa DDT'd Breaker on the exposed floor. Breaker was busted open and bleeding from the forehead. Champa delivered a fairytale ending, but Breaker kicked out at two and a half. Champa then nailed Breaker with a trifecta of knee strikes. One after the other. Champa then delivered another fairytale ending, got the three count, retained the title, and moments later, poof, the show's just black. Like, they went right up to the end, didn't get an overrun anymore, and on was Chucky. So, yeah. Ron Breaker ain't ready for this. He's good in his two-minute matches, but he ain't ready for this. When he's either working a two-three-minute match or in a tag match where he can sit out for half the match, that's what he's ready for. That's what he's ready for. He's got a lot of charisma, and he's got great, great camera presence, but he ain't ready to be up there at the top. He ain't the face of NXT yet. He most likely will be one day, but not yet. Not, not, not yet. But with that, guys, I want to say thank you for hearing what I have to say about NXT. Now, I want to hear what you guys have to say about NXT. With that, remember, you can text in your thoughts to 510-906-1341. Again, that's 510-906-1341. But as far as your thoughts do go, we're going to check the polls first. As far as the Twitch poll does go, 86% of you like tonight's show. And 14% did not like it. Now, if I was voting, I would probably vote I liked it. Because there were other than the, the haunted house stuff, I thought the show was alright. I thought the show was pretty good. A little better than alright. But it was just a little better than alright. So I would go, I liked it. As far as the Twitter poll, 
Twitter, Twitter, Twitter. Why won't it load? Here we go. Twitter poll. Nope. No Twitter poll. Oh, I, f I forget. I did forget to make the Twitter poll. That's why I'm... Okay, never mind. Never mind. Never mind. YouTube poll. 76% of you liked Halloween Havoc. 16% thought it was just all right. And 9% did not like Halloween Havoc. As we go over to the text messages here, where it says, what are your thoughts on Toxic Attraction winning all of the gold in NXT? Eh, it's whatever. I mean, if one was going to win, they all had to win it. So we'll see how it goes. I don't have much, much, what's the word I'm looking for? Faith in him, them having great matches as champions. Hopefully they're at least used well. And then, uh, hopefully it's not all about, oh, we're hot and sexy and champions. And more of, we're actually good athletes and we can beat people up and this and that and stuff. So as long as it's less looks and more like actual, like, or actual wrestlers, then yeah, we'll see where it goes. Um, this person here said, what are your thoughts on Chucky on the, what is your thoughts on Chucky on the pre-show? What pre-show? There was a pre-show? If there was, I didn't know about it. I just saw the Chucky stuff on the show. Like when he was in Braun Breaker's dressing room when he was, or locker room when he was getting ready and stuff and the Chucky choose the stip match. So are you glad toxic attraction? Only women who hold all the gold. Wait, what? Oh, I, I hate these kinds of things. They go, oh, they're the first women to hold all the gold. They're no shit. They're the first ever triple person woman's group in NXT. Like, get here out of here with that shit. Um, this person says, have you heard the comments from Dutch Mantel? No, I have not heard anything about Dutch Mantel and Braun Breaker, so I I can't comment. And this person says, who do you think will challenge Rhea Ripley and Nikki A.S.H.? I have no clue because there are no women's tag teams left on the main roster. They got to just throw some women together, apparently. So I have no clue because there's no one to challenge them. But with that, guys, I want to say thank you for joining me here. Twitch.tv forward slash PW Unlimited. YouTube.com forward slash Pro Wrestling Unlimited. And Twitter.com forward slash PW Unlimited. But I'm not done. Just like last night, we're playing more Guardians of the Galaxy. This game is so much fun. I enjoyed the two hours I streamed last night, and we're going to stream more here tonight. So head over to twitch.tv forward slash Timmy Buddy. In about an hour-ish or so, about 9 p.m. Pacific, I will be live over there playing more Guardians of the Galaxy. So again, head over to twitch.tv forward slash Timmy Buddy. Hit that follow button. Turn on notifications so you know when I go live because we're going to play more of that good, sweet Guardians of the Galaxy. That game is super fun. I love the lines that they've written for this game. The back and forth between Peter Quill and Rocket Raccoon is um, may, maybe to me better than the movies. So if you guys want to see some more Guardians of the Galaxy, I will be playing that. Twitch.tv forward slash Timmy Buddy in about an hour or so. So with that, guys, have a great night. We'll, we'll be back tomorrow for AEW Dynamite because, yes, AEW is back on Wednesday tomorrow. So with that, guys, have a great night. I'll see you. Hopefully in a little bit for more Guardians tomorrow for NXT and then Friday for SmackDown. So with that, guys, have a great night, and I'll see you later.